Good morning, traders. Very, very warm welcome to uh, today's early morning trade plan session. Now, of course, today is Tuesday, the 27th uh, of September. So these weeks and months are ticking by pretty quickly, it seems, uh, with a lot happening in these financial markets. And the whole point of this webinar every morning is to be as prepared as we possibly can for, to the, for today's uh, trading opportunities. So without further ado, let's get straight into it then. We'll uh, please, if we can start as always with our risk warning, just take a brief moment to familiarize yourself with our risk warning currently up on screen. And just as a very quick introduction, those of you that are perhaps new to this particular session, um, traders need to make decisions regarding uh, which markets to trade. Where do you enter those markets? Where do you exit? Um, how do you manage risk? Hopefully, prior to entry, risk is something you shouldn't be fixing or meddling with during a trade. Um, you shouldn't be changing your um, your downside risk depending on what's happening to to that particular trade. Get into the routine of working out how much you commit into a trade. And, and then trade within a kind of a plan, basically. And, um, you know, there's no problem in mitigating risk, of course. So once you have that exposure and the market moves in your favor, of course, you know, mitigating risk is fine. Um, but don't be increasing your downside risk. Uh, and then how do you manage a trade uh, to a successful outcome? You know, at what point are you looking to kind of book in profits and why are you booking in profits at those levels? Trend psychology as well, all important facets of trading these markets. And um, we discuss these live every day in our live trade rooms. And uh, we're strong advocates of being consistent in our decision making, disciplined with our capital, and of course, be patient as well. All right. So let's start with a review of potential market moving news then. So um, I suppose apart from the the macro geopolitical sort of developments. Uh, we had, um, we've got a new Italian prime minister um, who could potentially go kind of head to head with the Eurozone. We, we'll wait and see what the, what their position is. Um, The Italian economy, I think, is the second most indebted economy in Europe, if I remember rightly. And um, so they need to address that structural debt. So we saw what, what, what Liz Truss has done in the UK, just literally from, you know, towards the end of last week. And we've seen the market response. Um, the Italian government wouldn't have the ability to, to do as much damage. Um, it certainly has to work within the confines of uh, the European kind of parameters where the UK doesn't have to do that now anymore uh, because of Brexit. So some interesting developments. We're just going to monitor it over the coming days and weeks. We had Christine Lagarde yesterday as well. Um, you know, a bit of doom and gloom really for the Eurozone, very much in line with expectations. You know, there's a, a lot to contend with. We're expecting more rate hikes. Inflation is going to stay stubbornly high. We've got the war in Ukraine, uh, energy and food crisis. So the, 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 the issues, including Italy, are, are, are beginning to build for Europe. So they're sort of ready to kind of act. But obviously, we're talking about aggressive rate hikes now, which is, uh, which is not great. Um, okay, so what do we have today? We've, we've actually got the Fed Chair Jerome Powell. He's actually in Europe uh, currently. So this is why he's uh, 
we're, we're, we'll be hearing from him at 1230. So we'll be, um, and he's due to participate in a panel discussion about digital currencies at the event uh, in France. It'll be interesting. We might even, when we're broadcasting live at 12.45, we might be able to, to get some of that discussion perhaps live. If you can join us for that, do so. Uh, and then the only other major news event of the day is consumer confidence. We're expecting a, a mildly positive number, uh, 104 uh, above the previous 1.3. Sorry, 103, and now we're expecting 104. So let's see what we get there. Consumer confidence in the US is a very important indicator. Um, and tomorrow, nothing of any major concern. A few sort of central bankers, again, you know, talking to markets to, to some degree, trying to, trying to manage the situation, um, which they're going to find hard, but um, it certainly needs managing, doesn't it? with what's going on. So, um, so yeah, that's, that's the news events for the day. So the all important charts, where are we at with these markets? We'll start as we always do with risk. Those of you that were trading with us yesterday, we were, we were looking quite bullish really for a part. Well, certainly this time yesterday we were, we were squeezing higher. So we weren't really too comfortable yesterday with the buy trade but we weren't also too comfortable with the sell trade and we had the monthly low in here which is our trigger um it's the 36.44 actually and that was precisely yesterday's low so we failed to get a trigger to the upside and we failed to get a trigger to the downside now today is 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 quite different um if you look at that on the, like the 15 minute time frame for example you know we are still very much in in consolidation and this is nearly always what you get when you um when you see a lot of very significant market moves so yesterday we were looking for continuation um there's no reason why we wouldn't have got continuation in these markets that's what we were looking for but what we've seen instead is very much a sideways moving market so really the, the level that becomes quite interesting and, and if we get a move um we've obviously just got a break above that currently but a little bit higher we've got the 3716 level a break above that constitutes a structural failure and it, we can start probably looking at some reversals these are 15 minute candlesticks so this is a, a fairly long period of time we're talking about from um Yeah, later on in the evening on Friday, um, we started drifting into a sideways pattern on the open. Uh, this is the open on um, Sunday night. And then yesterday, pretty much sort of highs, highs and lows, um, but now threatening to kind of really drive higher. So above that 37.16 level could be actually a, a trade worth getting into. And we're seeing this little, this is why we, we, we really like support and resistance levels because we can, we're already looking at this level when price is getting to it saying, will we be held up at this price? Because if so, this is what we saw last time. You know, could we see that again this time? No reason why not. 
so then it becomes yesterday was a, a poor quality trade we were more looking at the the, the downside move the, the potential for some continuation and we didn't get that so now a little bounce to the upside is a very realistic trade we still need it to get above the 37.16 we're keeping an eye as well on the 10-year and the bond markets so 10-year treasury yields were up at um, 3.85 the two-year treasury yields were up at uh, the 4.28 so there's still a 43 uh, basis point differential between the 10-year and the two-year um, dysfunctional um, recession based it shows you how far away as well the Fed are um, we've just had a we've got a very strong dollar um, we've got a very bearish markets across the stock markets and we have a Fed that are still quite far behind uh, the curve currently at 3.25 and we're already 100 basis points more than 100 basis points um, above that uh, if you just look at the two year so further pressure although it has come off the highs just slightly um, which would encourage certain, and it's the, it's the level of steepness that's the big problem in these markets we're at elevated levels actually on the 10-year whereas the two-year that's just come off slightly so we can monitor that um, any weakening across those those bond markets the, the treasury yields um, would certainly support some further upside so really the the, the potential is there across the board the only problem with the dow is we've already made that move to the downside and um, now we're retracing it so a bit of sideways moving price action there as well the Nikkei potentially finding a little bit of support a little bit higher above the 11,475 um, would be our trigger to the upside that's when we've we've flushed to the downside we've consolidated and then you start seeing some buying coming in and there's a the potential for a little bit of buying perhaps across the board um, the FTSE 100 may be interested in a bit of a buy trade above the 7079 the dax we've extended lower it's like the dow jones this one there we have made a new low um, but with these sort of marginal new lows we get sort of quite quite significant pullbacks there uh, across and yesterday we spoke about pullbacks in detail um, so there might be a, a kind of a short-lived um, pullback there in there. Um, the, the, the Nikkei, we're just trading sideways in this little range for now. And uh, a, a really good, strong, positive bounce in Bitcoin. Still very concerning, sort of at the lower, the lower levels in, in these markets. So as far as um, the indices, indices are concerned, we, we potentially have the... the uh, uh, good morning everyone hope you're all keeping well um we we potentially have this reversal trade so that's when prices you know flush down to strong levels of support and then we start seeing first of all you need the consolidation which is what we saw yesterday that's why we weren't too eager yesterday to be jumping into those trades because first of all they didn't break our levels secondly we, we would expect to see some consolidation yesterday so we were able to be patient yesterday and now with a view of potentially getting in on the reversal trade 
at a strong level of support resistance. So we're not doing it in the middle of nowhere. It's at, as you can see, I'll just look at these levels here. This is why we really like support and resistance because they they help our confidence when we trade. And if we can identify these levels, we, we know markets move from support resistance to support resistance. And this is a strong level of support. You can see yesterday we were unable to break through those lows. And now it, if buying comes in, we've got a nice green candlestick. We've already got some higher highs and higher lows in the smaller time frame. And above the 37.16 is a bit of a green light maybe up to something like the 38 20 something like that in into this little region so by no means would we be looking to hold it um you know long term it's a short-term pullback opportunity but a, a real viable one so it's going to be interesting to see if we actually do get that follow-through so i'm going to come back to the s p now in just a second let's have a look at commodities first so us oil really strong move to the downside we eventually got that move yesterday um that flush trade below the 7803 uh, and now we're we're kind of reversing these lows down here so the overall trend is lower i mean this is really what we all want to see we want to see these markets you know continue to roll over just from, from a cost of living perspective. Uh, and we're seeing that, we're seeing it across the energy markets, which is which is probably at a really good time. Um, you know, you can imagine things, and, and really what we want now is, we wanna see those cheaper prices in the pump. I know they're coming down a little bit, but probably not as much as they probably should be. So they were very quick to push prices higher. Um, will they be quick to, to reduce prices we'll have to wait and see and this is all depending on sort of government actions as well now um what impact will that have um so it's a it's a it's a balancing act but still further downside and um, we're getting a bit of a retracement today so same situation in the end as you can see in in gold we eventually got that move yesterday below the 1639 continuation trade so we did see some continuation trades move in some markets and not so much in others so that that was the problem with yesterday's trading Re retracement again today so these are the interesting markets now we spoke yesterday about the the pullback trade into important levels of support resistance now what these markets have been able to do is to kind of create their own levels of support resistance now this was the this was the target yesterday just for, for these prices to come down make a new low and then bounce back all the way so if we get above 156.91 then our sell trade is the 159.00 something like that um if we get a, a clearly defined structural failure like this on an hourly time frame for example in the pound yen you know and we're below the the 153.55 um let me see what that number is is it exactly 153.60 um, then there is your structural failure trade for probably another leg to the downside so we do have a few of these markets set up it's just they're in the middle of making the decision aren't they um strong rejection yesterday in the 
in the UEM. So it is about being selective in these markets. There's some decent opportunities. And look at the look at the rejection we saw yesterday. And that was in the middle of filtering in when we got to our trading desk. It came all the way back. And now it's looking like it's a bit bearish. Uh, something worth noting, which is why we were looking at the the weekly um, is we are still firmly within this very, very long-term sideways moving pattern. So if you can imagine everything that we've experienced over the last six years from Brexit to, um, to COVID to, you know, the high inflation we're seeing now to central banks, you know, you know, on a very aggressive rate hike. We've still seen the euro pound just trade in this little sideways pattern. Now it's a lot more alarming, of course, in the last, you know, couple of weeks, but, um, we're still unable to get above these highs and, um, un until that happens, until we get those moves either above or below we're in consolidation. So we're effectively just continuing to trade sideways. So what happens from here? It's a bit of a tough one. Strong rejection. You probably expect some further downside, but there's definitely some better quality opportunities. And we saw really strong flush trades actually for the yen, for the dollar yesterday in the end, um, the CAD, the Aussie, the New Zealand, they're all now retracing. And that's important because that fits in with what we're seeing across the US um, indices. Um, even the, the dollar strengthened considerably above these highs, eventually against the Swiss franc. We got up to these close to parity, rolled back over, and now, um, again, the, the dollar weakness kind of fits with our potential strength creeping through. The dollar yen is in, a, is in an awful mess, especially with the BOJ printing uh, lots of uh, lots of money to buy the uh, to buy the yen to try and devalue the, the the dollar yen. It's had very little impact, as you can see. The um, the intervention kicked in somewhere inside this little price, and and as you can see, we're only just hundred pips off. You know those levels where the the, the yen were the BOJ were very concerned about. We just have to wait for this um, sell trade to actually properly kick in. Then we might see the BOJ start to add quite aggressively. So potentially some decent trades. If you look at you know where we're at with this market, you know we've had an extended, very surprising move. I mean, it's surprising to a certain degree, but certainly a, a corrective move. You know, back to one thirty nine, thirty three is not beyond the realms of possibility at some point let's see it's um and then we've got these again very similar to the to the to the pound yen um we've got a bit of sideways moving markets in here so you know below the 10620 or whatever the level is let's just have a quick look so you've got these highs and these lows 
and above it you'd be looking for the corrective move back up at 112 below it there's potentially a sell trade below 106 so we're just in the middle of this consolidation uh, pattern at the moment and that's i suppose the important kind of takeaway um strong move yesterday during the asian session and, and friday night and stuff and uh, strong rejection pretty quickly during the asian session and we've we've now got broadly sideways moving markets now so we've got these got these highs and we have these lows so it did make an attempt to make a no a new low yesterday and it kind of didn't quite didn't quite work so what we've done is we've drifted sideways and again you know we could easily see a corrective move back up to the 98 um but if we get that flush trade then we'll, we'll look to take it into this space as well so we're just a little bit tentative maybe that's probably the phase um the phrase uh, because we're, we're now getting this this pullback opportunity so it becomes about trade selection which markets are likely to give us the best opportunities at this point with yesterday's rejection and today's you know mild bullish price action like we we've we've got markets which have which are kind of in a much stronger position across the u.s indices and potentially some of the other um industry markets whereas markets like the dollar it's probably worth being a bit more patient with because if you can imagine if we if we close like this then tomorrow we're looking at you know some buying coming in above 108.36 and we've got a, a decent move to the upside so yesterday's quite choppy kind of reactive market is uh is worth taking a pause on perhaps is there any sort of more clearly defined see if we're looking at dollar strength this this little rollover trade here is probably not a bad a bad idea the problem is you're trading uh, two potentially quite strong markets at the moment with the intervention on the end side but the um the the power of the the dollar on the other so you want to avoid trading strength versus strength and you want to avoid trading strength versus sorry weakness versus weakness so it's that strong trade versus the weak trade so getting a pullback into these potential support levels um same situation for the cad the aussie new zealand just a trading day of pullbacks isn't it and is the pound strong enough to actually start making new highs against the dollar and the yen sorry we're just procrastinating a little bit just purely because the, the setups um, aren't You see now we're in a position where we could look at kind of short-term buying opportunities above 109.30 up to 112 but we need we need those prices to start kicking in
It would be short-term, short-lived moves. Okay, because of these levels of support, we're gonna we're gonna take our lead. Right, right. Let's 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 think about this carefully. Right. So we're we're now looking in the U.S. We've had such a, a long drop, and we're there at support uh, above the thirty-seven thirty-seven sixteen. We're going to look for a buy trade. So we're going to look for mild risk on market conditions. Um, Nasdaq. Looking for a buy trade above, it'd have to be above the 11.475. Okay, so we've got those. Oil. We're just retracing gold, we're retracing. And the reason why we're not going to get into them is because we want to hit some resistance and then start seeing rollover to the downside. And we'd, we'd prefer to sell those trades. Right, what we're going to go with is a bit of um, it may seem like a bit of, of, of a crazy trade, but the pound dollar, if we get a bit of easing across the indices, um, we, we're probably likely to see some 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 dollar weakness. That's why the dollar yen could be an interesting trade. Let, let's let's build that that little picture then. So um, not ultra comfortable, but potentially a couple of interesting. So it'll be a short-term buy trade above 109.31 up to 112. And the dollar yen to the downside, actually. And we can go below the 144. It's just a trade really worth looking at because of the dynamics of the, 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 the Japanese the Bank of Japan. Um, and we've got strong resistance up at these levels. So it'd be, it'd be uh, a trade within consolidation. Maybe you wouldn't need to have such a high. Um, so we just know there's going to be intervention at some point. So we're going to look to try and perhaps take advantage of that. So unfortunately, I mean, what we will say on these markets is we're going to trade smaller size. So these are, you know, secondary trends at best. They're not bad potential opportunities, but let's uh, let's reduce our trade size and um We'll try and trade them accordingly. So, not the most coherence of trading plans today, but we, we can only trade what we what we see. And, and so, we were expecting some solid risk off market conditions, some further selling. And yes, we did see that, but we failed to often break below um, yesterday's lows or Friday's lows as well. So. So we've gone from solid risk off to potential risk on.
And that's the important word. To see these markets break these highs. So. So we'll switch across now to the live trade room, guys. So we're looking to. Um, By the S&P above the 37, 37, 16. Um, we're going to look at buying NASDAQ. of the 11 so these are all yesterday's highs you see so that that's the important trigger for us that's the strong level of resistance which if we break we look to get into um the pound dollar looking to buy above seems a bit counterintuitive i know And the other thing that makes us nervous about trading markets is that when we often get, um, you know, BlackRock and, and Goldman Sachs and, and a few others, and um, when they're all coming out and they're so bearish, the, the, the pound, it just makes us think, right, well, maybe there's some decent buying opportunities to be, to be getting into. So selling would create li liquidity potentially to the upside by those that are willing to kind of bully these markets. So, um, so dollar yen. So last one is dollar yen. I look into sell. Not a normal trade. It's inside consolidation, but it's certainly a technical trade to try and take advantage of, knowing that there's potentially. Um, so this this pullback was correct. I mean, we're probably see more of the pullback today than, than we were yesterday. Um, but certainly some aggressive moves yesterday morning, which started to retrace as we entered the US, uh, the European and, and, uh, and US trading sessions. So I hope this makes sense. So we're looking for, for some potential risk on market conditions. Slightly unusual trades with the pound and, and the dollar yen, but um, we're looking at the S&P, looking to buy above the 37.16, the NASDAQ, looking to buy above the 11,475. We're looking at the uh, the pound dollar looking to buy above the 109.31 and the dollar yen looking to sell below the 144.17. So look, I'll post that into the chat box for you. We'll switch over to our live trade room now, guys, and we'll have a look at these. These uh, Good morning, Mark. Hope you're well. Um, and we'll switch across to the live trade room now. So there's your trade plan, just post it into the chat box. We'll wrap this up pretty quick. So any questions, of course, um, are, uh, you can feel free to post them to the chat box and we'll, uh, we'll address them before we close off the broadcast. So look, thanks for joining us as always. We do trade these markets live from 8 a.m. for the European session and again at 12.45 as we prepare for the US capital coming into these markets. Um, if you want to join us for that, you're very welcome to do so. Uh, just go to thelivetradium.com and we will um, we'll be delighted to have you join us. So for everyone here at the Live Trade Room, thanks for joining us. Take care and we'll speak to you soon. Bye for now.